No, you must tell us you are the co-founder of. Co-founder? Oh, you're not co-founder. Co-founder. Oh, well, you're the founder. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Yeah. You are the what? You are not co-founder. Then why the fuck you on my shows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now leave me out, lah. Yo, no, 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 good. This is your show, man. We on cloud nine episode. Cloud. That's nine, not. Right. That's not. That's not even like Barca, man. It's just saying like generally speaking, peace be upon you, man. So it's a general message to all human kind. Assalamualaikum. 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 And speaking Arabic. Assalamualaikum. Is it correct or not? I don't want to offend people, sir. Anyway, I'll cut it out, lah. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, like that. Maybe I know it's gonna be too deep of a deep dive, ah. But also oh, fast deep dive, ah. No, no, no. no. I need Let's to intro about. this guy first, man. What Let's deep dive? Intro. Yeah. Ram rolls, please. Ram rolls. Very special guest. Very <laughs> very special guest. He's enjoying himself. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, lah. He enjoy himself. Okay, lah. Yeah, okay, lah. You do the own introduction. I think that's. You're gonna make him laugh until he wake up his whole family. <laughs> 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 It's still early, man. It's still early. Twelve a.m. only. All right, so we have very, very special guests. On my left, we have Anders, and on the screen, we have Dini, and on Anders' right, we have Swidey. <laughs> Media transfer. <laughs> Media transfer. No, you must tell us you are the co-founder of. Co-founder? Oh, you're not co-founder. Ah? Oh, you mean that? Ah, uh. uh, nah. Just keep that, I guess. Why? Just the that's the main thing, sir. <laughs> really, man? Yeah. Nah, I think it's good. You're not co-founder, man. Co-founder. Oh, well, hold on. You're co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Yeah. You're the what? You're not co-founder. Then why the fuck you on my shows, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I think you got the wrong person. I think I have to make a move. <laughs> you're just a skater. <laughs> Well, that's what Ariel say. Ariel Levin. <laughs> so Swadi, Swadi Said, right? Yes, Swadi Said. Said. Yeah. yeah Swadi. So we have Swadi here in our show. Um, the founder of like Triad Skate. Where? One of the founders yeah. lah. There's three of us actually. So yeah. Swadi. Husni, Husni, and Shamo. Shout out. Where you guys at? <laughs> skating, bro. Skating. Oh, skating. They are skating, bro. <laughs> yeah, you are here. Yeah. Stuck in the room. Yeah. So Swadi is like one of our, one of my most interesting colleague. Oh, really? First of all, he dance well. What did I? And then he's very funny. Nah, nah, and really. then he's he's got it going on with the girls. Hey, who's listening to this podcast <laughs> later on? <laughs> who do you M1. want? To, who do you want to be? Then, and then slowly I found out that he actually uh, has a business. Yeah, but I did. So he's a co-founder of a uh, Triad Skate Shop. Triad Skate Shop. Yeah. Yeah, so specific. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a skate shop, actually. Yeah, so you sell shirts, you sell boards, skateboard right? accessories, accessories. Yeah, and you design some of the stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. Or is it all of the stuff? No, no, no some. Some only. Yeah. Yeah. Very humble. Yeah, so sit down, be humble. Sit down, be humble. Yeah. So like, so why did like tell us tell us a bit more about yourself, like? How you know the guests wouldn't have a idea of like what the hell who the hell you are, right? So you're very formal, lah. So what is not about all this very formal stuff, man? 
I was asking <laughs> straight straight to the point. Okay, okay, Instagram girl. <laughs> Can I see? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite Instagram girl? Huh? Was... Tessa, if you're hearing this, you're my favorite. <laughs> Who is Tessa sis? Tessa, Tessa, hey, from where from from SMU? Yeah, the SMU SMU girl, the one. Dini, what are you doing, Dini? Yeah, you're he's sleeping, to... man. I'm like napping during lunch times, but it's on lunch break. So like, I'm that though. You're supposed to help him, you know. Like, yeah, Tessa, shout out. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he need any help. Like, you know, like he's so popular. He needs, a, he needs yeah. a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, he's if if you put Tessa in front now, uh, he completely quiet. Yeah, he won't even say. I won't look at him. Shy, man. he's a very shy guy. Yeah, always yeah. double tap. Double tap that <laughs> that screen, not S. <laughs> double tap that screen. You wish, uh, you wish you can. Yeah, escalated like so much. <laughs> no, but that is what what skating is about, man. It's about freedom. That's yes. why you he won't say what he wants <laughs> on the show. Well, that of I course, don't... it's filtered, uh, but yeah. not so explicit, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so what do you learn? About, what you learn about skating, man? Like to be honest, like I tried skating a long time ago, and then I I broke a board, and then I gave up after that. So no, you shouldn't, man. It's all about not giving up. <laughs> 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 so cliche, man. It's not about yeah. yeah it's not about you. Eh? When you're about... up, when you're down, you gotta get up. You know, just like Alia. Shout out Alia. Who the heck is Alia? <laughs> Who is Alia? <laughs> Alia, Alia, Romeo must die. Oh, that Alia, the, the uh, Alia uh, must die. Yeah, yeah, she she was really good, man. Yeah, yeah. I I still don't know. It's okay, and this R&B, uh, yeah, singer. Sorry, I Chinese, huh? That that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I never asked you before. So, what what age do you start skating? Uh, I got my first board. From can't remember whether it's a, like a normal sport shop. It's like a uh a toy board, I guess. Penny board. No, penny kind. board. It's like a skateboard, but it's a cheap one. Mm. Yeah, it's like around ninety nine dollars. It's still still not that cheap that time. When oh. when I was like twelve years old. Toys R Us. No, it was like a some sport shop, like legit sport shop. It mm. sells like one set full setup of skateboard. So I just asked my parents to get me one, and I tried it out. Mm. And yeah, never stopped since then. <laughs> What made what you decide to actually buy that? Oh. Uh, actually, I watched like Tony Hawk. Yeah, actually, Tony Hawk plays a part, man. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, PlayStation One. <laughs> that was the bomb, man. Yeah, yeah man. That was the bomb, man. And skate magazines, I just like flip through and like wondering like how they take flight and do shit. He mm. <laughs> flip stuff, so I was like, then I yeah, basically Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. Shout out to Tony Hawk. <laughs> Shout out Tony Hawk and the music. We should attack him. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Actually, I learned some of the tricks from the game. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like some short videos. Because last time there's no YouTube, so the only source you can get is from magazines and like videos mm. from from a uh, game, right? Sometimes they have mm. like videos, yeah. So you just mimic them? Not mimic. Uh... The, the moves. Yeah, like pushing around, yeah. But actually, I learned my first ollie from my cousin, mm. which is like what, three years younger than me. Oh. Yeah. And it was in, on Hari Raya, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, under my you block. No, but you grew with shorts, actually. With no sonko. Yeah. So, so at what age did you... um? Because normally now you skate with a huge group of people, right? 
uh, is it depends. along the along the way you 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 get to know more people? Yeah, yeah, yeah along the way and so normally you skate on the streets safely, right? Safely, yeah. Safely, but yeah. first I started out under my block. Mm. Yeah, all the sim- simpler tricks, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, just like learn stuff. Then I got my neighbors around me who skates as well, so I skated with him mm. and. Yeah, taught me a few stuff and uh, from I think secondary school there's a few of my friends who skate so mm. yeah, we connect from there from because we're same school, right? Mm. So we always like use our telephone numbers not mobile mm. you know, phone numbers Got no pager lah last night like, Hello, uh, Syed lah Syed Syed lah Syed, bapak kau bodo Sekejap eh <laughs> so yeah, they were they were they know. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah. I don't even understand. <laughs> no, it's like, funny, it's like for your friend, you call your friend, right? Like hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. your mom pick up, like yeah. hello. Uh, like oh, like. So you feel like ah, uh, he's uh, sweaty inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you feel something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, something yeah. quite scary, you know, like yeah. mom. If I call a girl, right, then the parents pick yeah, up. Yeah, they pick, they pull back, they pull down, right. Yeah. Then after 10 minutes, you're like hoping for the girl to pick yeah. up, right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we good, times, good times, good times. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I mean, like, okay, so how many years have you been, like, skating, right? At least, like, more than half of your life, right? You said you started, yeah, right? Actually, I really started skating when I was, like, was it 10? 10 or 11, then I learned my first ollie when I was, like, 13. Mm. And then now yeah. you're still doing your Oli lah. That's the only trick, you know. Oh, now I can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> nah, no, nah, not really lah. Just, just skating for fun and all that. So actually, it's been around wow, 18 years, man. Wow. wow. 18 years. Sounds like a... It's part of my life, man. You're a pro career, 18 years. Uh, not really pro problem. <laughs> <laughs> Professional problem, bro. That's what I mean, bro. Yeah. 18 <laughs> years of problem. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I, I got I got to see your videos as well. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of videos and mm-hmm. yeah, you you're the one who shoots the videos, right? Uh, some of my friend help also. So when when did you guys begin to, you know, explore this? Like you all want to share your skating videos, or rather, what inspired that? Locally, skate videos last time was like early two thousand. I guess this was like this video called Metamorphosis, which consists of uh skateboarders from around Singapore. So I watched the video when I was like 13 or 14. I was like, I was impressed. Uh, like, mm. look, locally, they can do this type of stuff, like skating down handrails. Like, till now, I can't skate down. I don't know how they can mm. do it. Like, early 2000, I like, met respect to them. Uh, so, mm. <laughs> shout out to Madam Fasten now, 2002. Do you know them now? Uh, I skated with one of them once. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite good. Uh. He actually uh, uh, did a trick down, you know, the Burger King ledge last time yeah? at Orchard. There's a oh. huge ledge. Then below got Burger King. Where is it? You know Zara, the old Zara. It the, the now Zara. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, huge. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a Henry. Uh, That's why it's a oh, ledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he actually did a trick down there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's quite huge, man. Like till mm. now. Wow, wow. Yeah. So yeah, do that sound effect again. Not bad, lah. So yeah, yeah. But then after that, slowly. Uh, we tried to document our own skating, then try to make a short video, then from there try to try to improvise from there or like yeah, mm. from editing wise, skating wise, yeah, just do on our own thing. So, uh. so did the video thing come first or your try a skate shop come first? Uh, actually, it's at the same time, I guess. Uh, time. Actually, before I 
we we open a shop we already been filming a bit mm. yeah yeah i think the videos are like very good promo stuff uh, yeah, for your, yeah for your shop yeah but before this also i actually did a bit for uh terracotta skate brand in singapore mm. local yeah mm. just started from there yeah mm. help them film sometimes do some design work yeah mm. interesting shout out to terracotta <laughs> a lot of shout outs huh? <laughs> yeah shout out shout out shout, shout. <laughs> i think at this at this stage your shout outs are like more than our all our shout outs throughout the nine episodes yeah normally we just shout out any brand uh, that we mentioned uh, uh-huh. yeah, somehow, yeah. Somehow, yeah somehow we think that they will sponsor us you know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, why only? Uh? Yeah, like Tre is official, like um, uh, official like clothing apparel, like sponsor, right? Oh, can be, <laughs> can be in the future. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. We need so, the viewers, lah. If got viewers, of course they will okay, lah. Yeah, uh, my my my, my question. My mother listen only. <laughs> my mother, my mother listen. I don't know about your mother, but right? uh, my mother don't listen. She's on. Oh, your mom listen, ah? Cool yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. The time he told me that I, I feel a bit like scared to curse, uh. No lah, she's she's quite open one lah. So okay, okay lah. Ah, uh, sorry, Chi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, another question. Sorry, sorry, I like to interject ah. But so, what has what is so appealing for you about skating that until now you're still invested in it? Not even like from when you start skating to making skating videos to actually now like having your own kind of like own clothing line to actually like cater to like skate culture. What is appealing, is it? Yeah, what is the most I appealing? Just, I have some of my friends who started skating and then they're like, they just uh, like, you know, they just uh, skate and then like, to them it's like, there's nothing much for them. They just, then they just stop. But at the same time, they are very good at skating. So there's some mm. indi- individuals mm. are like that. So I wonder like, why, what makes them stop skating? You know, sometimes maybe because of, I don't know, education or mm. maybe yeah. girls, you know, girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe soccer you know sometimes soccer that sometimes they they would like to have like uh, another sports mm. I mean yeah. they, they want to do another sports mm. so I can't blame them but it's, I mean, to me I guess it's been a very how to say uh, a good experience now uh, like mm. for, of course from skating I know a lot of bands oh. music people mm. like everything yeah. connects to each so, other so you know it, it sort of becomes a hangout Yeah, it's and a lifestyle then, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle, and yeah. then you you guys also skate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To 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 keep that uh bond going as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But as as a because I I don't skate lah. Mm. Then, like how how is the journey in in terms of like do you all keep trying to you know get better at skills or or like mm. you all try to pull off some trick that you you have been trying for like three four years you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's something it, it all takes up to individual. Sometimes we we push ourselves a bit, you know, like yeah, hey, I want to learn this trick like. You know, sometimes you can try it the whole day, then you never learn. But in the end, the next day you just get, hey, I can do this. You know, mm. it's all about uh, pushing yourself to your limits. You know, but mm. at the same time, have fun. But then mm. don't don't like do it till you break something or what. You know, mm. you always have to listen to yourself. You know, like, hey, maybe I can do this. You know, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always like that, lah. Yeah, and yeah. that applies for everything else as well. True, Good true. advice from the. Yeah. Co-founder of Try Skate Shop. <laughs> uh, okay lah. <laughs> so, is there any um because your your style is not the what what you call it vert, not the vert yeah. kind of skating. Yours is a street More kind. Is street. there like competitions in Singapore? Uh there is competitions like sometimes they will do it during the school holidays because mm-hmm. there's 
there's uh, like kids doing stuff. I mean, mm, skating, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, competitions are good, ah, uh, but I don't really join them because I know to me it's too. I I don't like competitions, ah. Uh, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So you're, it's but, a hobby for you. It's a hobby, but I think the the ones who join competition are like totally respect them, ah. Uh, like, mm. yeah, man, they can hold under pressure and everything. They can do like big tricks under like pressure. Mm. So it's all about to me. Skateboarding is all about individual, lah. Sometimes you go for the like, like the, like just a lifestyle part. Like some like want to go like go for big tricks and everything. Some mm. there's a diversity of like things in skateboarding, ah, like style, competition, big tricks, your technicality, and mm. everything. What you do on a skateboard, sometimes people like to watch just by pushing, you know, by skating. Mm. So it's like yeah, like an art form. They but it sounds cliche, but yeah, everybody says they are art form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You talk about like. Individuals, right? Like, so individuals. What's the most like random people that you've met that are like skaters, but you wouldn't expect them to be skaters if you like met them on the street or what? You mean the way they wear or like? Yeah, whatever like, they wear or the type of people that I mean, what they do for a living apart from skating, like. Yeah, I mean, like friends who work in office, they have to wear like office wear, but then oh. as they go skate, they're like, okay, and <laughs> yeah, they like, like, oh shoot, man, I wear like t-shirt, yeah, <laughs> like uh, with this you have to wear like shirt, yeah. 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 yeah, I think in Singapore, there's a lot of people who have all this, um, uh, like they do all these very cool things at, at a young age. Mm. And then because of how our society is, then we go into very normal jobs. Yeah, yeah. like sometimes when I go to a, there's this hood bar in Bogis. Uh, then all, all these apil, mm. they dress like, like work clothes, like self-insurance, look like they, they work their whole life. And then suddenly they were like, oh, okay, Jason, come to the stage. And then, then- they go on to the stage. And then they shred, no, the oh, guitar. <laughs> wow, it's really damn crazy one, yeah. So, uh, so it's like a hobby thing. And... Yeah, no, but I, you know, some of these people may have been good enough. Yeah, yeah, the because they, they have yeah. to work. Yeah, but, you know, because of how it is, lah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Sad, lah. Sad, lah. Sad but yeah. true, ah. Sad but true. You know the song, Metallica? No. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah, but amongst all these people, there's still people like Swadi. Yeah, <laughs> there's still people, people like Swadi. People like Anders, people like Dini, you know. No, there's people like Swadi who, you know, still still uh, stay passionate and then has a... Yeah, I try to, you know. Yeah, he try to monetize his interests, which is, I think it's the smartest uh, approach. And also what the hardest to do, lah. but if you have yeah. the heart for it and like the drive for it and the interest, like I feel like Swadi has, then probably, hopefully he can go far and sponsor our shows in the future. Ooh. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Just yeah, hook look, it up, hook it up. Look, look at what Dini is wearing. It's like his shirt, like sponsored by me. Best like or PT kid? Five BX, bro. Hey, bro, like you, if you miss like, in the army or what, like this is the most comfortable gathering yeah, even like at home, man. Like, right, correct. This is the most comfortable. Yeah, yeah, something in the cotton is like so damn nice. Ah, uh. maybe it's just like our hopes and dreams dying, but who knows? Negative about this guy. We're trying to spread positive vibes here. Yeah. yeah, look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> look at this guy beside me. Positive vibration. Yeah, all day, yeah. every day. Yeah, man. <laughs> Even at 12 a.m. now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this was a very uh, spontaneous interview. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. you were going to do the yeah. podcast with Dini. Yeah. Just now. I just walk out and then see who is in the in the place and then I'm just like, hey, Swadi. Yeah. <laughs> then I just <laughs> grab it in. So we are, we may sound like super unprepared. Uh. Yeah, but I thought, uh, not bad. Uh, we get to know more about his journey. 
yeah. as a skater and as a and having his own business. Follow me on Instagram. Say properly, ah. Properly, lah, properly. At Susu Whitey, Tessa, just follow me, you know. Go ahead to hit the follow button. Let's see that follow button, you know. Yeah. Rosa, we have to. You, eh, you broadcast this podcast in in the in your school, lah. They just put Tessa. Put yeah. <laughs> up. Hello, hello, Tessa. <laughs> Do something like that, ah. <laughs> Oh God, no. cannot, cannot. Cannot, he's cannot, a professional yeah. okay so thanks Suwadi uh, first interview that we've ever had on the show yeah. it was pretty fun thank you Dini and yeah. Anders for having me yeah we're gonna have you back on uh, when oh. we are more prepared with for more sure. questions yeah. sure yeah. sure yeah. this is the most impromptu interview I think we are I mean your content is good that's it our site really need the most like, it's all good man yeah. it's not your contents everything good good day mm. good vibes you know Honestly, what's, what's your website? Oh, com. Once again, worldwideweb.triskate.com <laughs> Triskate.com Thanks, OID. Thank you. And yeah. we out. Okay, so you were telling me you went to a broadcast Asia. Yeah, it's a conference where you know, like you talk about broadcast technology and all those like boring stuff, lah. So, so what do you go? <laughs> oh, pretty much just to go there and find out, lah, because they they had like free they had like free training by you know Blackmagic uh, Design, the guys who own like the cameras and also they own Da Vinci. 
Da Vinci Resolve. All this like is a, a traditionally it's a color, it's a color coloring, not a coloring app. What are you talking about? It's a color grading app. But then now they're moving to being able to edit videos and also like edit sound. So it's like a full production suit lah. But that wasn't the most interesting part of my visit there. Actually, the most interesting part of my visit there was actually when I was leaving. I was, I went, I was actually, actually I went to like one of the toilets just you know go toilet to actually. Do toilety stuff. You're gonna have to explain to me why you go to toilet, no? <laughs> Maybe our listeners want to find out why 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 you go to the toilet in the first place. <laughs> I highly doubt so. <laughs> But anyway, um, so yeah, as I was like uh, going out to like you know wash my hands and everything, I went to wash my hands. Then there was this like uh, rather quite probably mid uh, a man in his like mid fifties or late fifties that kind of thing. Then he started to like you know just do small talk lah. So I just continues to do small talk with him lah. Then he like handed me like the 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 the, the um hand towel and all that. So okay lah. Then just spoke him a while. Then suddenly we we got into like this whole full blown conversation about life ah. Wow. In span of like 10 minutes ah, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting and enlightening lah. Um. Yeah. Even though we didn't actually find out a lot of each about each other, but we you know there was some talk about what life meant for him lah and like. Some advice that he gave me, some general advice that he gave me, which I think is, I guess, it's valuable because even though it's common sense, sometimes you just need to be reminded of these kind of things. Ah, uh. mm, so, so what are the, some of the things that he mentioned? Yeah, he talks first. He talks about, I guess, the importance of relationships. Ah, uh. mm-hmm. yeah, like of how how it's important for you to be committed to. Let's say you have a partner, right? Then mm-hmm. let's say you get married to that partner, it's important for you to be committed to that person. Ah, uh. then if you're not, then you shouldn't. You should. Try to work at it really hard. If can't really work on it, then you find a way to actually, you know, see whether like splitting is the best way or not. Lah, but that's not the point. The point is like you know, just don't find the third party to find problems. Lah. Okay, that's common sense. But still, it's it's a mm. good kind of like interesting thing for you to actually talk about. And then he talks about health. Lah, that's when he decided to pet pet my pet my like tummy and say, hey, don't don't eat too much. And later, you if you got like a like beer belly or something, then it's not good. Lah, is it not? This guy is getting a bit intimate with you, ah. Huh? First he gives you the hand towels, and then now you know. your tummy. Yeah, lah, but it's <laughs> not. I do so. I just give him the benefit of the doubt in saying that he's being friendly, lah. That's fine, lah. You know. Mm. So I just say, lah. You know, like uh, for him, like he believed that. I mean, I also believe this, ah. Uh, like, as you go older, you go back to the state where you were born, where you know, as a baby, you are helpless, right? So as you mature along, as you go along slowly, like God takes away like one thing from you, one. One thing, like so, it takes away all the so-called going back to your original state, lah, which is like when you are when you were born, lah, and then slowly you die, lah, that kind of thing, lah. It's kind of sad, but I get what he means, ah. Like slowly, like he said, like for his own personal kind of like experience, he slowly, like he got some issues with like his health, and then also he got like, uh, this perpetual like theory eye kind of like thing, lah, where he I get irritated, that kind of thing, and his vision also not get not that good. So the lesson from that is basically like you know. Be grateful for what you have, and don't don't I guess don't waste your life away, lah. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that also the one main thing that pretty much I guess like hit me right in the the apps. Oh, wait, no, I look, I got no apps. I only got <laughs> I, I got that board. It's uh, within you. Yeah, it's within me, man. Just waiting for it to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was talking about taking care of the people who are closest to you, like especially responsibilities of. A person or a guy towards the parents, like for us, we believe that you know the guy is the the ones that the responsibility of like taking care of your parents falls on the on the sons of the families, lah. 
I mean, even I mean, they say like even if you get married or what, like you know, still I think the responsibility is to the 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 son of like the family or the sons of the family. And then he said that like, as you as you also you you're in a marriage. I mean, you're you're in a marriage. Your wife's parents or your partner's parents are your parents. They are going to be your parents as well. It's really important for you to bond with people, like, even though it's kind of hard because of all our personalities are different, right? But I think it's important. Just to try to find a way to bond emotionally at a certain level. Like sometimes it's gonna take you a couple of years or what, but it doesn't matter because what matters is that you want to know that you tried and then you won't have any so-called regrets. Ah. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think yeah, it was very random, but it was I think probably there's no coincidence. Eh? I mean, what are the odds of you going to like a toilet at a convention center at a pro- production showcase of like broadcast technology, end up talking to a guy for like ten minutes? Or fifteen minutes about life and like. Well, I I always believe something like things like this happen for a reason. I'm a strong believer in fate. It, it might be you might not notice yet, but it might be a duly reminder for yourself. And yeah, it's a good thing to when these things come out and and you get reminded of all these important, but often um, left out values yeah. that we should uphold. I mean, even if it's a stranger or what, like, I don't think this is a meeting that is a coincidence at all. Uh. Like you say, mm-hmm. like, I mean, partly because I believe it's like, there's a reason why you bump into someone or me into someone. Like the odds of, okay, like for example, before that also the odds of me bumping to our ex, one of our ex-colleagues, which uh, incidentally matchmake you and like, <laughs> Cindy, Cindy, okay guys, Cindy is like, um, Cindy and Anders are like a couple they met at work after the introduction of like one of our ex-colleagues, like John, yeah, who's the biggest takeaway I know, but he's still like... Really? Yeah. I, I I actually didn't get the chance to get uh, get to know him well. Because after I joined, I think after just a while only, he left already. Oh yeah, I think yeah. so. So it was on his last day when he actually told uh, Cindy that I've been wanting to talk to her. Actually, what happened? <laughs> eh? <laughs> so what happened? Well, he, I think he was just like, you know, on his last day, then he was just chatting around with me then he maybe because he never really talked to me so he asked me which girl I've been like which girl I think is pretty or something like that I, I, I forgot what it was exactly uh, 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 and I just told him Cindy uh, then he just hey Cindy <laughs> and then yeah that, that sort of like kickstarted everything yeah it's the most random thing ever man like who would have thought like some random guy who you don't really know that well suddenly randomly like bo- boats up and then go ask Hey, this guy want to talk to you, <laughs> and then you guys yeah. end up together until now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like, what are the odds of that? Like, fate, man. I guess so. I really believe in that, man. Yeah, yeah. But just now you touched on something that um I have a strong belief in, and that's commitment. I don't know, man. I've always been a very strong commit. What we call it, committer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if there's no such word, I just invented. Yeah, basically, yeah, a strong believer in um commitment. But of course, there's a lot of areas that, you know, we have to talk about when it comes to commitment. Like, in the first place, how do you define commitment? I don't know, man. I think it's, for me, I think it's personally, like, okay, like, I think for me, commitment, if you want to talk about, con- mm, depends, uh, just doing way and above and beyond for someone or something, or I suppose. i give you a scenario. Of course, the extreme um, opposite of being committed is you cheat on your wife. La. That's the most extreme case, right? Mm-hmm. At, to what extent, okay, then let, let me give you a few scenarios. If you, okay, you are together with our wife. Uh, is casual flirting 
with uh maybe someone you met at a bar, casual flirting, no touching or what, you know, just you know, some angmore stuff like. Is that <laughs> is that like you know being not committed to your wife? I don't know. I mean, for me, I okay. always make. For me personally, I make when I come into those kind of situation. It's not like I go through or anything, but if I come to a situation like that, right? I always start off in order for me to like avoid that kind of entire scenario. What I do is like go there and like first chance I got, first chance I get, what well, I just talk about my family now and my partner and all that, and then totally <laughs> diffuses the entire thing for like whatever that's, notion. That's actually quite smart. That's actually quite smart. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's very hard for both of us to relate because both of us don't really have a nightlife uh, in the first place. <laughs> right? It's our nightlife. Our podcast is our nightlife, uh, more or less. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're damn nerdies, yeah. Yeah, and, and we don't really... Okay, I don't know about you, la, but I don't really... You know me, la, I don't really like to talk to people anyways, you know? So I, I don't have that. I don't even get to flirt with anybody. <laughs> you know, that, that thing doesn't come up. Okay, then then if, let's say, let's go mild a bit. Um... Some girls uh, feel that the guy is... that There are really these cases. Some girls feel that the guy is cheating on her if they look at other girls on Instagram. Uh, think I think that's a bit unrealistic. Yeah. Of course, to be honest, I, I don't know I don't know about like, other people, yeah, but it's for... I think for me and I, it's pretty normal for us to acknowledge whether someone else is like attractive or not. Yeah. Because attraction is pretty normal for human beings, right? You're attracted to whoever you're attracted to, yeah, you know? Yep. Whether it's a potato or what, doesn't matter. Lah, but the point is, like, you know, at least you acknowledge it. Like you say, like, you don't try to hide it out. Lah, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's the case. The I can imagine, like, if let's say a girl is being very uh, sensitive in that way, of course the guy will try to um, maybe compromise and then, you know, don't look at... But I think that's actually not healthy because, um, like you said, being attracted to other human beings is like super... It's, it's just a very natural thing. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's like for example if let's say if, even if the guy oh don't look at Instagram goes but if, if walking on the street and then like Jennifer Aniston walk past it's like he's gonna be attracted to her is he <laughs> you know and then and then he has to hide it from the girl which is totally not healthy to me la, because that's that's another can of worms right he's like lying I guess once you repress that kind of thing there's a chance for it to somehow I don't know explode somehow or something yeah yeah, yeah, I really think so. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's more, for me, I think, I mean, my opinion, my opinion is that it's more important for us to be open about these kind of things. Uh. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when, that's when, that's also, that also goes into like communication you know, between your partner and yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as a, as a, as a married man you know, and a father, mm-hmm. what, what do you think um, commitment is, is defined mm-hmm. for you? Uh, for me, a commitment, uh. I guess focusing on family lah. That's the first thing. I mean, like yes, of course. Like, uh, we live in a world where we need where capitalism actually you know exists, and we need it, and we need money to survive lah. It's a cycle, I suppose. Like, I think we talked about this a bit in the past. Um, it's it's basically bring everything of your your focus to towards your family lah. Yeah, mm. my belief is that okay. Personally, my belief is first you need to take care of yourself first before you yeah. take care of other people. Then from that, so it's like basically yourself. Your, your, you take care of your well-being and then you can take care of other people which is the people who are closest to you who are your family members ah. like for me it's like I think I find the closest my nuclear family lah. Ida and Sophia and then of course it goes to like my parents her parents and everyone else then my friends so on but I, I guess you try to align your long-term goals with your family as the plan itself ah. mm. 
Mm, that's the point of it. Lah. I mean, try to be present. I guess one thing that you don't, you won't get back in any case is time with your family. Mm-hmm. So I think especially in the early stages, I feel that it's very precious and you know how especially with, with Sophia, like she's so small and then her lifespan, her lifespan is like one year to her is like literally like half of her life at the moment. Yeah. So imagine if you miss that, you're missing half of her life, like lifespan. Uh. So I just take it into that kind of context. So especially when, when they're younger now, especially when Sophia is young now, I, it's really important for for me personally and for us like to spend more time with her. Yeah, I think, I, think, yeah. I think on that point, we are very aligned. Maybe we are both like family men. Mm. Or, so yeah. get married already. Hmm? So get married already. La. When's your wedding? End of the year, man. You're not going to invite me. La. You are invited. What really? are you talking? Yeah. Then we can do live podcast. Yeah. Why do <laughs> on that day? Uh? <laughs> Not you lah, but like oh, myself. Can, can anything. Anyway, it's a very small scale one. So, eh, is this the second week of the World Cup? Uh? Is uh, or is it the third week? Second week we're in the midway. So we are second week, right? Yeah. So in the second week of our World Cup, the group stages are done, and then at the time of our recording, tomorrow is going to be the knockoff stages of this round of 16 uh, to anyone who's interested in the World Cup yeah yeah, just a small competition somewhere in Russia at the moment yeah that that you know the, half the world is watching yeah more or less but you know what you know how I was like super into about it last week mm. I'm a bit tired <laughs> <laughs> it's quite shack no to follow this this competition why not you don't watch the late night matches la, just watch the I don't yeah. It's I don't know. It's it's getting a bit um like there's no uh only some teams excite me. I think that's what I want to say. Oh, like what teams? Like um Mexico. <laughs> yeah, but <it laughs> okay. Works. So so here's the thing, right? So in the first round, we saw a lot of teams that um all the underdogs were like performing really well, mm. and then they showed oh, a lot of fight, a lot of heart, a lot of courage, and then this week it totally flips over. You know, it's it's as if they are tired after one match and then they lost the passion they lost the drive and then like the first week was really good because of the, all, all the passion but yeah it's kind of like luster uh, like luster second week you see a lot of 1-0 and even 0-0 here and there yeah I mean we still got a lot of penalties <laughs> because of the video assisted referee thing yeah okay that's actually that's quite that's quite cool uh. when you see the, the referee run there you'll be like anticipating you know it's like a cliffhanger you know, yeah, stay man. tuned then do this the square thing. Yeah, oh, then after oh. that, see what they point. Then everybody will. Then do this. No, goal. <laughs> goal. Like, penalty. <laughs> of course, you guys can see, uh, but we are pointing. I'm like doing like, yeah. them like signs that the referees use. Or maybe yeah, he's, not, he's uh. doing that, that TV sign to show that he's checking VAR. Imagine some referees see it like this. Like. <laughs> but you know what's the, the, the worst story that's come out of this World Cup? Uh, so Mar- Maradona, like... <laughs> He's on drugs, huh, bro. <laughs> you know, there's a photo that was shared like online about him like drinking wine or something. Then there's a suspicious like uh, bag of like uh, Ziploc worth of like some white powder on the, on the side or something like that. Oh, is that true? I didn't yeah, see that. It's like it's on his chat or something. I only saw his expression. No, no. So the so the worst story that has come out of this World Cup for me. Okay, do you watch the South Korea Germany match? Mm, yeah. Um. Okay. So to me, right, South Korea, even though they had a very bad first two match, but all the way they show a lot of heart, right, a lot of passion, a lot of fight, including and of course in the in the last match that they won Germany, uh, mm. right. And then you could see how much it means to the players. They were like crying, and then they were so overjoyed. 
although they were out of the basically out of the competition mm. but they were like super overjoyed the fans were overjoyed so today they returned to Korea right and they were supposed to have so there's there's a lot of fans and reporters waiting for them and then they had a sort of like a press conference where they stand on the stage and at the airport you know so once they got onto the stage right Guess what? But Maradona came in saying like give like cocaine to everyone or like I don't know. Why was it? <laughs> oh, people started throwing eggs at them. Uh, because in the Korea's eyes they let them down. But they shit, man. So your your country went to the World Cup, fought their ass. They fought their ass. <laughs> fought their <laughs> ass out. <laughs> yeah, they fought with so much passion. And then they returned home and then they had to apologize for their performance. They beat Germany, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man, Germany World Cup winners of like the previous competitions and more. Yeah, but but that's what my my Korea colleague told me. Is like a lot of not a lot. Well, like a portion of the fans there, they expect that um, like let's say you are in the World Cup, the only success is if you win the World Cup. And for example, their top player is Son Hyung Min, who is in Tottenham Hotspurs in the EPL. But to them, it's nothing. It means nothing. It unless he wins. A competition title, unless he win Champions League, then they will think that he's something. If not, he's a letdown. <laughs> I don't know what kind of standards they are holding over there. I mean, I, I thought our like our standards are quite high, but it's not like highest. Eh? Yeah, so we were we were discussing that today, and we were wondering whether it's because of how successful K-pop has been. So they started to expect you know them to be the best in the world at everything. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but there's I uh, um. It might also be because all these players, right, they are exempted from their national service for a period of time. So, so I think the other guys are sort of like hate that. Like yeah. the people who are like need to serve. Yeah. But then again, if these players don't do well, by the age of 28, they have to come back and serve. And the definition of don't do well is if you don't win a major competition, uh, national competition. International competition, I mean. Yeah, international competition, yeah. So it's it's very harsh, ah. Uh. <laughs> Don't you think it's very harsh? You talk about like oh, okay, let's talk about like Singapore's case, ah. Uh. Okay, Joseph Schooling is probably the only person who can differ on special like circumstances, ah. Uh, but also depending on his performance, upcoming performance, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think they are being a bit harsh, uh. You you've got to support your team, even if let's say fifty years down the road they really end up, um, good enough to win the the World Cup. Then at this stage right now, you should be supporting them instead of, you know, being so hard on them. It doesn't help. It doesn't help with the young generation looking at them. Like Maybe that. it's an isolated thing that because, you know, like, you know how things like go out of proportion because of media and all that. Like, just because of one person throwing an egg or a couple of people throwing an egg doesn't reflect the entire nation kind of approach to that particular, like, thing, right? Or person or the team. Yeah, true lah. True, true, true. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's it's just like if you go on Twitter, there's a bunch of idiots there, but the world still has more, you know, good people than idiots. Yeah, just because you know how they say like the most empty tins make the loudest noise. If you have heard of that before, I'm literally translating from Malay, kind of like a uh, idiom. Empty, uh. empty vessels. Oh, yeah, empty English. vessels like the yeah. makes uh, like loudest noise. Uh. Yeah, well, sorry, I only got B three. Uh. So, yeah. What? No, but you say you translate from Malay, ma. Yeah, wait, my Malay was C6. Yeah, so that's pretty bad. <laughs> Empty tins, uh? Yeah. Is it Milo tin or? I was thinking about the Kongguan biscuit. Ah, Kongguan. Those butter biscuits are the, the best, man. Mm, yeah, pretty damn good, man. Yeah. Kongguan, if you're listening to us. <laughs> Sponsor our show. We're <laughs> fans of your biscuits, man. 
cracker, cream crackers, is it? Like butter crackers. Especially when you like dip it with like kopi or like coffee or tea or especially like uh, milk coffee, tea, Milo, Ovaltine, whatever lah. Or some sort of like beverage juice like has milk in it. Somehow it just like tastes amazing. Eh? And that's your ad from Kongguan. You are talking about Milo and Ovaltine then suddenly you you say Kongguan. Yeah. My, everybody, uh, everybody sponsors us. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nestle, if you're listening, Milo, right? Milo, Nestle. Ah. So I'm pretty sure like most of our listeners know that I'm a dad to a daughter to like Sophia, my, uh, our daughter. So yesterday was like one of the most like frightening experiences that I ever had so far in my entire life. It was mm. when like Sophia actually like basically closed the door on the finger. Closed the door on the finger. And then because of that, uh, what the, her, her ring finger on the right side, like her skin like came off lah. Make sure it was like swelling and everything. So because we don't know whether she, it might be a case of like she fractured her finger or not. So we just decided to go to uh, the nearest hospital for kids, uh, which is like National University, NUH lah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, she was, I was in the toilet when that happened and when I came out, I was like, hey, what's happening? Like, you know? Then we found out that she 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 bumped her finger. It's pretty, pretty scary like, in the sense where, you know, Like even if you take precautions, that kind of thing, it's not like okay for the for my doors. Like we do put like those kind of stoppers where it doesn't shut completely. But because it was like like uh, coming to a bedtime, maybe my wife was was trying to put her to sleep while I needed to go to the toilet to to do my number two, lah, basically. And then like um, because of that, because the outside is pretty noisy, we decided to just remove it and close the door, lah. But then Sophia was not comfortable. She went down and then she opened the door and then she slammed her the door shut on the finger, lah. Something like that lah. That's mm-hmm. how it happened, from my understanding. You know, but it, I never felt some so much like, I guess in a way, pain or like it's this sense of like this this feeling that goes in your gut that saying that oh my god, like you will really someone that you really care about, like you know, actually being hurt, and then it actually makes you really immensely like not sad lah, but immensely makes you immensely emotional about it lah. Mm. And then I was like thinking, you know, sometimes we got like random thoughts like, wow, what happened if like, you know, something worse could ever happen, that kind of thing. And then, you know, you know like, generally speaking, yeah, I don't know, parenthood makes you worry a lot. That's one thing. But overall, I feel makes you a better person because you are responsible for someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm obviously not a parent yet, but mm. on the outside looking in, you can just tell that, you know, parenting is is so hard because mm. I, I watch my siblings um take care of their kids also. Yeah, it, it explains a lot like when we are young, when when I was young, my parents always, uh, they, will, they will give me a real lashing or scolding if I come home late, later than, you know, what I told them, you know, I'll, I'll be home by. And when, when you're young, you're thinking like, why are you, you know, why do you care so much? Like, like, I'm just like one hour late, that kind of thing. But as you grow old, you start to see why. Is that to because when 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 you look at a kid like like in your case like in my case I look at my nephew, and just saying goodbye to him in the morning, and then not knowing how he spent his day. You know sometimes I'll be thinking, oh my god, uh, is is he doing fine? That kind of thing, and it's not even my kid, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can I can totally relate to why our parents uh, some of them are strict. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Is 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 because they worry and they are trying to protect us and you know I I can imagine it's a constant worry like, about a lot of things you know that may go wrong, like for for your case in a short period of time, from 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 now you're gonna go like whenever you're in the toilet you're gonna be worrying, yeah you know, there's something that's but but I think 
although I'm not a parent yet, it's easy for me to say, but don't be too hard on yourself. It's, there's just that much things you can sort of um, make safe for her, but you really cannot prevent everything. Then just, just react accordingly when, of course, touch wood, I hope nothing happens to her, but you know, when mm. things happen, don't be too hard on yourself and Ida shouldn't be too hard on herself as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, man, it's, it's really hard. Like I told you the day when my nephew, he was just crawling fine and just, he don't know, don't, we, don't, we just watched him collapse down. I think his hands just, you know, gave way or something like that. Mm, mm. You know, it's, it's not like we can hold him all the time. Even if we, if we hold him for 23 hours, that one yeah, hour, one something hour. may happen. <laughs> <with one minute. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but I read a funny, sort of funny quote somewhere before. Mm. I think it was from one of those um, what what do you call those uh, those lessons that you go before you become a parent uh, pre pre right. that might not important. So <laughs> basically, one of one of the instructor was saying babies are designed for stupid parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. It's like they are actually not as vulnerable as we as they seem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, of course, don't. You, you should still protect them, but yeah. Mm. thought that was a funny quote to get parents to be a bit more relaxed. But on a lighter note, my, my nephew just um, stood up by himself for the first time, like this week. Everybody yeah, will like, probably have the same reaction, like, what, what, what? what? Yeah, yeah. So, so he stood up and then he was like, eh? I'm standing hey. up. Then he like clapped and <laughs> applauded himself. <laughs> That's actually a big achievement, man. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening, and uh, we're gonna sign off now. So um, catch you guys next week. Bye, guys.